This is Around the Table, where we explore the benefits of cooperative ownership. It's National Farm Safety and Health Week. Today, we're talking with Vicki Kilgore, a senior risk management consultant for Nationwide, about ways to prevent injuries on the farm. Vicki, what precautions can help prevent injuries on the farm, especially during busy seasons? I would have to say that when we're in the middle of harvest, those stress levels are high. Farmers are working those long hours and many times very little sleep. Um, So by being aware of the problem, um, we can decrease the likelihood of those accidents happening. So realizing that we're fatigued, that we may need extra time uh, to think about what we are doing to help prevent those accidents. You know, we get in that hurry and we just do it kind of without even thinking about it and we don't take that extra minute. So part of that is just taking that time to think about something before we do it. The few extra seconds can prevent that accident. The other side to that is pre-planning to hopefully decrease some of those accidents that are common at this time of year. So when we think about taking our equipment out on the roadway, are all our flashers and lights working? Are those emblems in place? Do we have reflective tape on the machinery to improve that visibility? Are we avoiding traveling during the busiest times? And I know that's hard to do, but if we can avoid the more traffic times, the start and beginning of school days, things like that, that helps with some of that that we can have in place long before and we don't have to worry about it. Or can we improve the safety on bins, stuff like that? So those kinds of things that we can do ahead of time that we don't have to think about in the middle of harvest and now we have to change the lights on some of that equipment and stuff when we're really busy. And then when we really get into harvest, thinking about, you know, what do we need to do? If we need to go in that bin, are we going to lock it out and tag it out and how's that going to work and whether or not we have those in place? And thinking about how we're dressed, especially, you know, For people with longer hair, do we have it pulled back so it can't get caught in equipment? So any of those things we can do ahead of time to help prepare for that. And then again, I think it just comes back to knowing we're we're tired. We need to think a few more minutes before we do something. Plenty of great insights there, Vicki. Repetitive movements and lifting are frequent farm activities, and they can be hazardous as well. What are some tips to avoid injury? So, yeah, it's just realizing that farming, a lot of times people don't think of farming as one of those places where they're going to see a lot of repetitive motion injuries, but we do. Whether it's operating a tractor, you know, harvesting crops or milking cows, whatever that might be. So it's just really thinking about what we're doing and doing repetitively. And is there a way that we can you know, take a little break in the middle of doing repetitive things, stretching a little bit. If we're doing something, can we leave it for a while and go do something where we're doing using a different muscle group? If we're doing a lot of heavy lifting, can we get help to do that lifting and stuff? So planning ahead for some of those kinds of things helps in reducing some of that. And any time that we can stop for a few minutes, it gives our body a short break and it can recover so that we can go back to the activity. Well, mental health is part of overall health. What do you recommend for managing stress? Well, that's always a difficult one. Agriculture can be one of the most stressful occupations out there. 
So we have everything from uncertain weather, fluctuation of market prices, input costs, machinery breakdowns, all of those things can be stressors. So really, farmers also can be very isolated geographically and socially because a lot of times they work alone or work with just their family group. So I think from a a standpoint is understanding that that's an issue and that's a problem and being willing to talk to people about some of the things that stress that you're having. And again, taking it break, taking some time out, which is hard to do during busy times. But, you know, just even a half hour, hour away from what you're doing may give you a break, helps us put stuff more in perspective. And then not being afraid to, to reach out for help if needed. And that's very difficult a lot of times in the farm community. They're small communities. We don't want other people to know. We worry about our privacy and stuff. So even being able to do a virtual mental health appointment, then we can maintain that privacy and stuff and we don't have to worry about that, but reaching out for help when you need it because it affects your overall health and affects the health of the whole family. So, And there are tons of good resources out there for mental health and different states have free programs, helplines, stuff like that. So just not being afraid to reach out for that help when things become overwhelming. Vicki, what can farm families do to protect young people on the farm? Well, Jesse, that's a, a really good question and really depends upon the age of the child. So if we have really young kids, just making sure that we have an area where they can go that's fenced off from anything dangerous, the roadways, the animals, whatever it might be. And young children, and I would say that's probably up to about age eight, really don't understand what's going on and the dangers out there. So letting them, giving them an area with close supervision that they can play in and be outside without being exposed to all those dangers is probably one of the best things we can do. For older kids, it's really making sure that we give them age-appropriate jobs to do and give them clear instructions on how to do it to make sure that they understand the dangers. And even when we get into the teen years, we can understand the dangers. We can have explained it to them. But it's really observing and making sure they understand it. Because as you know, teenagers probably are as bad as some of the younger kids because they think they can take that risk and get by with it. So it's really kind of making sure they understand all of the dangers. And then we provide close supervision for them. And one of the other things is really four-wheelers and ATVs on the farm making sure that we're not putting um, a young person on an ATV that's too big for them and making sure they're wearing helmets and things like that. So really it's just all about observing for the older kids, observing and making sure that they're really being safe and they really do truly understand and are taking into account the dangers. And for the younger kids, just providing them a safe place to play. Well, Vicki, as well, what resources are available to help farmers stay safe and healthy? There are a ton of resources out there, anywhere from farm safety for just kids, different farm mental health services and stuff. They can be a little different state by state. You can look at your local extension services, things like that to provide some some resources. And 
Sometimes it's just a matter of an internet search on the web to find the information you need. Again, that's Vicki Kilgore, Senior Risk Management Consultant for Nationwide. Vicki, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jesse. And thank you for joining us around the table. Learn more about the benefits of cooperative ownership at cooperativeownership.com.